Y'all know the vibes, Reasons to Podcast, you heard. Anyways, welcome back, people. Happy New Year. It's been a long time coming. Yes, yes, yes. I know, I know, I know. I should have done this a long time ago, but I didn't. Life catches up to you sometimes, you know, with responsibilities and all that stuff. Uh, what's new? Um, nothing. Not much. Still don't have a child. Uh, I'm going to try maybe next year. Obviously, knocking on 30's door. But um, I hope everyone had a good New Year's. I'm going to try and get a couple of episodes done this month obviously february is the month of body image awareness so i've got a few guests who are going to come on and just spread the word on their experiences with a a couple uh you know body related battles and obviously today we have jessica pinto right and you have to say it with the accent because we have another well, not another. Well, yeah, we have another Portuguese tongue in the house. I mean, it's free in the house, but you can only see two. So, um, yeah, enjoy. So, you know, Jessica Pint. <laughs> you got you got to say it with the accent just to get the little the little flair, you know. Uh, yeah, so you can uh, maybe tell us just a little bit more about yourself, like maybe your age, where you're from, uh, what you do, and um, yeah. So I'm a university student. Mm-hmm. What do you study? Second year tourism. Okay. Absolutely hate it, but I have to finish now. Mm-hmm. Um, on the side, I, I'm sometimes a bartender, mm-hmm. but mainly a waitress at a charge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Portugal, and yeah, I'm 21. Can you speak Portuguese? Of course. Fala aí um bocadinho. Não tive escolha. We love to hear it, we love to hear it. Um, what I was going to say so yeah I mean I like to hear that uh, I'm obviously I know earlier we were just talking about this but if you can just run have a little rundown again and on how does it currently feel to go into you know wearing new clothing and you know going into I'm sure now like you're you got the option to wear all the things that pop up on Instagram because they shove you know all the you know slimmer type of women on Instagram so how does that feel right now for you it honestly feels amazing I always had this little expectation of it mm-hmm. but I never really knew how I was going to feel um, especially with I've been at home, uh, going into my mom's wardrobe and looking at something and being like, yeah, I want to wear that. Mm-hmm. And now I can genuinely wear it before it wouldn't even fit. Or going into Brandon, my partner's wardrobe and all his clothes are now mine. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing, especially when I go like Switzerland and I'm missing something. All my family now has something that I can wear. Meanwhile, before they would look at me and they'll be like, yeah try this 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 is a bit big but now i don't have that struggle or even shopping my size is always available now yeah yeah before what was like, your previous size if you don't mind me asking i actually went up to 24 size 24 24 yeah wow and now i'm down on a solid 12 starting to fit into a 10 mm-hmm. which is a huge difference no most definitely most definitely I mean, I can't ex- uh, like I can't imagine what it even must feel for you. How do you feel when you're walking around in the street? What, what's the attention now? Like before, when uh, you know you was a bit more of a different size. Uh, that's actually a difficult one. It's like now I feel like everyone's looking at me, so I'm really more scared to walk alone now than I previously did. Because mm-hmm. before I had that mindset, I'm fat, nobody's gonna look, and now I'll I'll feel like. Even if someone's looking behind, I always feel like the tension's on me. 
so I can barely ever be alone. That's interesting. But I do at the same time feel more confident. So I can just put any clothes on and feel like, yeah, I look fine, I can go now. But before, I would have to change five, six times to be able to leave the house. But now, no. But before, I'd also feel more confident outside when now I don't. You feel less confident now than before? Outside, yeah. Outside, but mainly because of like people just, you know, yeah. looking towards you and trying to speak to you and but is it because before like you never had to actually deal with anybody's you know trying to ask you uh well, can i take you here can i take you there so now you're quite finding it a bit of a struggle yeah, like i'm i get scared to talk to people now even at work uh i sometimes have to go hide in the um, parts where they do cleaning mm-hmm. because i don't i can't deal with guests at that moment because otherwise i'm gonna have panic attacks meanwhile they're just asking me for a drink but in my mind it's like there's so much going on when it's more, I feel like more, I definitely get more attention now, but that's the transition to it. I wasn't ready for that. I wasn't really ready. Meanwhile, when I was bigger, I didn't get, not even someone's looking at me and saying hi on the street. Meanwhile, now it happens way more and I just didn't know how it would feel. So it's scary now. That's insane. So are you having like social anxiety slightly? Yeah, I'm actually going to get followed up with that. Or you're going to get some well, like some therapy maybe? Yeah. They're looking into it on that, especially in university, because I barely attend because I can't be in campus. I get scared about that. That's crazy. I mean, I would have thought that if, of course, now, like, so what was, if you don't mind me asking, what was, like, the main thing you wished for previously? So did you mainly just wish for just to be a smaller size? Yeah, and healthier, honestly, because before, if I was ill, they'll say, oh, it's because you're big. Mm-hmm. Now they generally have to find a reason why I'm ill. So I just wanted to feel more... I would say normal, although being bigger isn't a problem, but being, the problem about being bigger is that whatever happens, they're always going to blame on your weight when you can be anything else, but mm-hmm. they're never going to find the actual solution. And now, at, even at work, you can notice people treating me so much differently because I'm smaller size, and I just wanted to build that normality. So now, it's, but, but then are you currently feeling more included or less included now, even though you've, you've dropped size? Now I'm more included, but I never go. Meanwhile, before, I, they include me in things, and I'll always be there. But now I, I'm included, but I just don't go because I don't feel comfortable going. Damn, that's so interesting. So let's go back in time. So um, for people that don't know, uh, do you want to speak a little bit about uh, just the thyroidism that you was experiencing? Well, the deficit of, of, of thyroidism. I know it's called... There's two names. There's... Um, underactive thyroid and there is hypothyroidism which is when help me as i'm going which is um when the thyroid which is on the front of your neck it's like a butterfly shaped gland and um it's what track keeps track of like your metabolic rate uh it's what processes as well the food um it's what processes food and turns it into energy so if you have a deficit for example let's say uh, it could be some of the symptoms could be like uh, you can you can feel tired, fatigued. Mm. Um, you can have a large weight gain, um, depression as well. Yeah. That also goes into it. So if let's say if it's weight gain now and you're someone who is quite you know of a bigger size, it's not because you're tucking in food twenty four seven. It's because you have a you know uh, is it like a, a, a it's a deficit, right? It's of like course. You generally, don't digest the food, so it's like you're just adding food. Mm-hmm. You never really digest it, so you gain the weight 
because your body believes that you're eating more than you should be when you could be eating the same thing as the person next to you. And I also researched that things like, you know, which is the basics, like salt is in every food and yeah. things like salt and even water would also be something that would be quite challenging because they'll both be adding twice the weight that the average human person will get. And obviously it's more common in women than it is in men. And it doesn't really matter the age, it's just something that you experience. So sometimes people might see someone of a larger size and just think, oh, that person's lazy, that person don't work out, that person don't try this. And really and truly, is, is that's not the case. The case is, is that they're currently, you know, they're having, you know, they're experiencing thyroidism and obviously that's what it is. And obviously you going forward, uh, how was it like growing up knowing that of, I'm sure probably you only got told when you was a bit older, but how was it growing up like um, when you was like in primary schools and et cetera? In primary, you don't really view yourself as bigger mm -hmm. unless people start telling you. So that was fine. You'd eat normally. You wouldn't really think much of it, but then you'd start getting picked on. And when you start actually viewing your body different, that's when you start realizing like, maybe I shouldn't eat this. Maybe yep. I shouldn't eat that. And what I mainly experienced was if I'm in public, I shouldn't eat because people are going to think I'm eating because I'm fat, not because I'm hungry. So that's one of the main things I personally experienced. Um, secondary is when it started to really hit. Uh, going out with friends, I wouldn't go out to eat. I could go out to do anything else but not eat. I could be super hungry, sit next to them. I'll, I'll always have like a water. Unless it would be specific friends that I'd be comfortable with. If it's new friendship groups, I wouldn't eat. But that unfortunately does happen to way more people than you can see, really. Mm -hmm. And um, in secondary, they started, um, I actually got followed up by a weight loss program. And uh, they gave me pills to lose weight. Do you know what those pills were? No. You I remember? No. Okay, but go on, continue. I just know it's like, it's pills that all the fat basically gets digested, but not the food. So that'll make you lose weight but then they realized that i didn't lose weight like nothing went down nor even the diet changed but that didn't that didn't help exercise didn't help um and just to highlight sorry to cut you in this is because this is in a, a this is a genetic matter this is not just you know coming from one person it will, it will be a downfall from you know trajectory of coming from mother brother son or uncle yeah, cousin yeah etc et but sorry continue well, no, most of my family actually on that point, most of my family in Angola is bigger size, and that's generally because of the genetics. Um, my grandma's a bigger size as well. My mom was a bigger size. She did the same surgery I did, mm -hmm. and a few other aunties I have. And uh, yeah, uh, with this, whatever the doctor would recommend, it wouldn't work. And um, and then even the doctor started to doubt what I'd be doing. They would say like, it's because I don't follow up the diet properly. Or they told me to do two exercises, I did one and a half. So they'll always try to find a blame on me. And when it was, I actually had to go private. So I got followed up by a doctor in Tunisia mm -hmm. who realized that my levels, so they can calculate with your blood levels and they can also calculate with um, like the sugar you intake and stuff like that. And I was actually lucky enough that I didn't have diabetes because if I had diabetes, this operation would be more challenging to do. Yeah. But um, then the doctor said all the suggestions that it could be. And they really just confirmed it the day before my operation that I did have it. And doing the surgery doesn't mean I don't have it. It just really means that because of the surgery, I'll still lose weight. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And now I still need to watch out because I could be losing weight today. And if my body decides to stop and I eat something that I shouldn't, yeah. then I'll gain it all back. And what like what was the if you don't mind going into details just so people like like understand like what was the in terms of exercising like what were all the things you tried to do to lose weight? Cardio, a lot of cardio. Um, the sessions would be they'll tell me uh, go forty minutes on the bike, do this certain level, don't stop, even if you're tired, keep pushing, and then do ropes. Um, they did a lot of this thing where it's a big box, mm-hmm. and you, oh, have, you have to, to jump, jump on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like circuit training. Yeah, and then um, I'd have to do two hours and then go back to cardio and then stretch out. It's mainly just cardio there. And uh, what about, uh, like, your nutrition? What was that like? What was the things that you had to also try and do? They did different ones. Uh, One that would be, like, takeaway sweets, chocolates. Then they tried a a keto diet, which didn't work at all. Then I went on a private kind of diet, which is this meal plan I saw from a random Instagram page. That made me lose eight kilos, but second week, still doing the same exact diet, I went straight back because my body got used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they mainly tried no carbs and no sugars. And when you say your body went straight back, do you mean as in like your body adapted to that meal that you was eating, so it just t- yeah. piled on the weight, it yeah. just with that nutrition though? Yeah, and okay. a lot of times the weight would double instead of just go back to normal weight. That's crazy. So if I lose two, I'd gain four. That's crazy. And um, you've mentioned it a few times of uh, the operation. So what operation did you have exactly? It's a gastric bypass. So they basically, your stomach, they cut it uh, more than half. Mm -hmm. So they say that your stomach becomes the size of an egg. So you just eat less. um, Then your body has to adapt to food again as if you're a baby. So it could be everything you ate before you can't eat anymore. Um, and what was your, just like prior to the surgery, what was your like beginning weight as you just done the surgery? 121 kilos. 121 kilos? Yeah. 121, that's, that's, that's probably uh, like what? 266 like, stones. 266 stones? Yeah. Not impossible. No, pounds, pounds. Oh, pounds, pounds, yeah, no, but in stones, because I think obviously in UK people do stones a lot. I should, that stones. should maybe be about like 14 stone, I think. About 14, 15 stone. How old are you when you went to do the surgery? 20. 20 years old? It hasn't been a year yet. It hasn't even been a year yet. Okay, no. that's mental. And you was 120 kilos. Yeah. Wow. And when did the change start to begin? So as you've just done the surgery, like post-surgery, like what was the process like? Um, the main thing was, for me, was adapting to medications. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't, water would be seen as thick, so... I'd throw up all water as well. So literally the first month was horrible. I couldn't have any liquids, nothing. And first month you're meant to have liquids. Um, So then medication wouldn't work on me because I wasn't hydrating enough. So whether they gave uh, me morphine or paracetamol, it didn't work. So it was adapting mainly to pain. But after a while forcing myself, um, I could take little drops that stopped the pain. And as soon as stopped, the pain stopped, my body also adapted to food. So straight away, I was able to have soups and stuff like that for the first month. I was actually lucky enough that I adapted to most foods. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can't have is dairy. Okay. Some parts. Could like, you previously though? Yeah. Okay. I never had allergies before. So um, now I believe it's just lactose, to be honest, because I can have 
everything but milk. But I can have oat milk. But I can have cheese, but not anything else to mm-hmm. do with milk. So that's my main adaptations, really, that I had to do. That's insane. And, you know, Portuguese people love cage. Exactly. It's like a common <laughs> thing whenever any sort of family function you go to. So, like... What was like how 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 vast was the weight loss though? Like how did it how did it start and how did it make you feel to begin with? Uh first month, um I lost straight away twenty kilos. First month, no, first but month. and then but but that was just straight off the operation. And how many yeah. times a day were you eating? Um five, six times a day. But because I eat super small uh, okay. portions and because now um the way they kind of put my digestive system with my stomach, I digest super fast. So within half an hour, I can digest and eat again. But yeah, so five, six times a day was super small portions. So first month, 20 kilos. By the second month? Uh, then it slowed down. So then it would be like 10 kilos and then reduced to one. Now I'm on average two kilos per month. Wow. I'm still losing. And how much uh, How much do you weigh now, if you don't mind me asking? I know sometimes... 70, you're at 76 kilos no. from 120. It's, yeah. That's insane. Exactly. <laughs> That's insane. That was this morning's weight. And, I'm still, and I'm still, I still have three months to be a year post-operation. And you lose between 18 months. Because I remember like your first six months was insane. I think when you just had the operation, I saw you, you was the previous size that you you naturally were. And then it was like, what, like... Like three months, bow, like your Instagram just changed <laughs> completely. I was like, whoa, this is insane. And yeah. and obviously with with saying that, was is there any maintenance that you have to like maintain right now to do like maybe do you have to like work out or anything to try and maintain the operation? Um some people do work out, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh I personally don't, but I would like to start. Yeah. Um I want to start because obviously loose skins. But um, I also know someone that did the operation a month before me and she works out every single day. But I've lost more than she has, which that can also be to the, depending on the body, the person's body. So I, I would personally say working out isn't a major factor you need in this operation. It's mainly um, hearing your body. If your body says don't eat that, you don't eat it. If... If you're having a meal and you feel like if you have one more scoop, you're about to get full, don't force it. Yeah. Because it's only going to make you feel sick and it's going to, it's just going to make your stomach get bigger and remove all the point of the surgery. No, that's insane. Because I was, I, I was thinking to myself, like, <coughs> I was thinking to myself, like, you know, although people just think sometimes that, ah, oh, like, you know, you do this surgery and then, like boom, you lose weight. But like, is that always the case, or is just it's just something that only happens? Like, what's the percentage rate of it being successful? Uh, this surgery is successful all the time. <clears throat> the only thing is, um, everyone then has to maintain the weight. The hard part isn't losing the weight; is maintaining what you've lost, because um, it's easy to say you lose the weight. But mm-hmm. now, if you go back to eating the way you were eating, because even though eating isn't always the problem, but if you keep doing bigger portions, yep. then you can gain it. So after a while, you can go back to gaining the weight. That's why a lot of places, I went private, so it didn't happen to me, but my mom, for example, when she did hers, they gave her this therapy during, during two months before operation, yep. where she met people that did the operation and was successful. 
she met people that did the oppression and gained the weight again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's all. Then again, with your mentality, the way you work with it. Um, yeah, and one thing about this operation, you have to remember that this is the final step. So there's different uh, weight loss operations, like the sleeve. The sleeve, you can undo it, and you can then still do a gastric bypass after. What do you mean by the sleeve? There's a gastric sleeve and a gastric band where they just put a band in your stomach that stops you from eating for a while. Yep. You lose weight, just not as much as you do with a gastric bypass. Mm -hmm. But um, it's the most recommended one at the moment because if you gain the weight back, you can undo the sleeve and still do a bypass and lose weight again. Now, if I was to lose, gain the weight all back, the only other way is diets. Okay. So I can't do no surgery to go back. I can't undo this operation either. But do you see that coming or do you think it's pretty much... No, because losing the weight also made me conscious about eating. So I don't eat enough that'll make me gain the weight back. But are you are you happy with your current diet? Like, Are you happy yeah. with the foods that you, that you, that you got to eat? Yeah, I eat everything. And um, I was going to say, did the surgery leave any scars? Yeah, I actually have five scars. There's five dots on my belly. And how did those scars make you feel? Um, the first instinct when I saw them, I was like, well, what? what am I going to do now? Because I always saw like, models on Instagram. I'm just like, I'm never going to have that flat stomach like that. Um, but now you, I get used to it. And I know the scars color is actually going to go down. And I always thought, get tattoos, hide them. And that's the best way. It's um, the scars ain't that big. The biggest one I have is like this, and they're not, they're not bad. So, oh, everything that's my least worry. Okay, fair enough. And um, because obviously I know that sometimes with people like post-operation scars, like the main thing that um really affects them. And then the next thing I want to know is um, like, what's it like with your loose skin? How does that how does that make you feel? That is the insecurity I didn't know you could have. Mm -hmm. Um, that is one of the things that will stop me from wearing certain things is the loose skin. I mostly have them on my legs. Uh, that's what was previously the biggest part of my body. Um, I can't wear dresses or skirts in public I, I, unless I have tights. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's something that I want to work it out, but I've been told that I can't work it out anymore. Only surgeries will be able to take it off, but I don't think that's the case. I feel like if you put your mind into it, I can do it if I really try. But um, yeah, even actually funny enough, when I did my operation two days later, I was visited by the doctor mm -hmm. and the doctor said, see you next year. And I asked him, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, you're going to come back to take your skins off. And I was like, can I not work it off? He was like, you're not going to feel like it. No, I, I thought that, because obviously, because if it's sometimes with loose skin, muscle is what kind of compresses it and helps it come together. So is is there was you not given like an advice to maybe try and build muscle on those areas and see if your skin can come together and, and tighten up maybe? No, actually I was told to not work out because it would have just made it worse. So they told me if I tried building muscle, I wasn't gonna lose the weight. But if I tried losing weight, more weight, I would have got more skins. So I was stuck in that, what do I do now? So now because I'm kind of satisfied with how much I've lost, I don't mind working out because if the body stays this way, I don't mind. But um, six months ago, if you asked me to go work out, I'd be like, no, 
there's no way I'm going to do that. So now you're still going to go try at least work out? Yeah, I've I've started a subscription. I just haven't attended. Yeah, no, that's that's the first. Baby steps first. Baby steps first. And I think, obviously, definitely, uh, you should... Of course, they say that doctors always know best, but you shouldn't obviously hold yourself. So if you're feeling like you can do it and get it done, definitely go for it because um, it's obviously worth the try. And But how does that affect like um, like your mental health currently? Because uh, I know you're in a relationship and obviously not everybody will have somebody to at least console them. But like how how does, you know, the loose can affect you in your relationship now? Um, it doesn't because I never really cared how I looked in front of him mm -hmm. so losing the weight just never really affected it no now what does affect us like i look at him and i look at the pictures we used to have and i was like did you really like me like how how did you do that and uh now I'm, it's like it's not the skin that'll affect it but i always feel like because i look in my eyes i look completely different mm -hmm. and i just look at him and i was like how do you still feel the same if this is how I look now and then it makes you doubt it makes me doubt him even though I know everything he says is kind of genuine but it still made me doubt it because I doubt myself but wouldn't that make you want to like not want to doubt him less because if a man of course like how do I put this um I would think that if a man is with a woman of, you know, a larger size than him, if anything, there's more confidence in that. And obviously it's a blessing for the fact that you're smaller now, but he's obviously loved you at your hardest point. So if he's loving you now, it's even like, like, this is like, this is the, the you know, the, the truth in the pudding. Like here is like, oh my God, yes. Obviously I'm sure he, he regardless of how you would have looked, he would have always, you know, have been there for you. So do you never think about that? Um, no, the way I see it, it's a bit weird and not a lot of people are going to agree. It's like now he's loving a completely different person. Mm -hmm. So it's like he's cheating on the old person I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I actually said that to him. I was just like, you got a new person, like who you with? So I just find it hard to believe that he loves me the same that he did then. So something definitely has changed within the feelings. But now, as in yours or his? His. Because I still see he's been the same. So for me, he's still the same. But like for him, I'm completely different. Mm -hmm. Generally completely different. So how is he still liking the same? Like it's not even he's liking the same person. Like how's that work? Do you feel, I know obviously body-wise you feel different. But what is it? Is it more of a mental battle now? Or is it a body, like I'm, it's a mental battle now? Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely... Um, I still go shop to buy clothes and pick size 18 because I don't believe I can fit into a 12. Mm. So, and then I'll go try it and it can be super baggy and I'll be like, see, I told you I can fit into the 18. So I strongly believe that I don't see myself the way other people see me now. I still see myself bigger. And a lot of times I have to look back at the pictures I took when I was bigger and realize that, yeah, it's not the same. Um... Someone that makes me realize that I'm much skinnier is actually Tia Paulita. <laughs> every day, every day, Tia Paulita is like, she's like, she's like, yesterday you had half of a leg less. What's happening? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, no, poor people are not going to hold back at all. <laughs> she, the other day, she was like, I got a donut here. Eat mm -hmm. it. You're losing too much weight. Please eat it. I was like, no, but I want to lose more. 
And she, her expression, oh, it's a prasir. <laughs> <laughs> so that's literally how she is now. And she makes me realize that I have lost the weight. But then like, so so obviously right now, so your your main current challenges is just people and like uh, just learning to accept your current body. Yeah. So I think it will be realizing this is my body and this is really how I am now. And believe it or not, I lost so much weight, but I'm still not, it's like, I'm still not satisfied. Mm. Before I'd, ha I'd have a picture of how I'd like, to, I'd like to look. And I've, I got to that picture and now there's another one. And there's always another one and another one. And you always want to be skinnier. I always said, oh yeah, um, 80 kilos is fantastic. And yesterday I was complaining to my mom. I was like, mom, I've been on 76. Like, I need to go lower. And then I then said 70 should be fine. Mm -hmm. But in my mind, I'm already saying 65. So it, the weight just keeps going lower. And I think that's just something that's going to stay. Do you, do you like, so with your current experience, do you, do you recommend this, this uh, operation to somebody else? Mm, I do have a strong argument with that. Mm -hmm. Is um, there's other operations you should do instead of this one? Such as what? Like as I said, the gastric sleeve is much better because this one is if you gain the weight, especially at such young age, if you gain the weight back, whatever age you're at, you you can't do anything now, and it's going to be harder to lose weight way harder than it ever was. So I would always say choose this one as the last option. But if you feel like this is already your last option, go for it. Because I can say there's so many things I'm battling mentally, but it's never as bad as I ever experienced before. So I can generally say I'm the happiest I've ever been. Even walking outside, although I'm not confident anymore or um, okay with walking alone, I still feel much better walking now outside than I did before mm -hmm. and um, the thoughts before would be oh that person's looking at me because I'm fat and now my thoughts would be that person's looking at me because I look good so it's still it's much better thinking that way than the previous way so I would say yes do it but there's so many things you have to take away from your life me alcohol I'd, although I was on a big drinker it's, I've got to the age where all my friends drink and I'm just there watching them. It's like, mm, yeah, that, that looks nice. And uh, as I said, sometimes I do bartending shifts. I can try the alcohols and stuff, but I can't drink. Um, it's, it's not that you should depend on drinking, but it's still a good experience to have going out for drinks or anything or going to a restaurant. Mm. Um, I'll order something massive and have a portion of it. Like it was on... Saturday, yeah, yesterday, I had uh, like a massive kush later. Mm -hmm. I had two bites and that was it. So like I paid for nothing because you can't eat. So you don't get that satisfaction of going out to eat anymore. Um, but that's just the downside. Then you're so much happier to actually go out to eat because you're at the restaurant and you're like, yeah, they're not going to look at you you're eating because mm. of this. So you, you can um, adapt yourself to things. And yeah, I'd, I can give advices as well. Uh, for example, if you go to a restaurant, uh, I I was always a person that loved starters, mains, and desserts. Pick two. So don't pick. If you pick starters and mains, don't think about desserts. 
because you're not going to be able to do you're going to feel sick i actually i can take sweet stuff very well mm-hmm. um but if i have bread as a starter i know i'm not going to eat anything from my mains so i so, I, so I, what are you practically eating then <laughs> um i eat so like today what, what what have you had to eat today uh so i had literally this much of a tuna sandwich in the morning uh then i had a, a three three little slices of mango that was my breakfast mm-hmm. um then i had a i went out to eat i had a steak which i had about this of the steak four fries and i got full but then do you still have energy you still wake up early, you're, you're like, your attendance is good for work and everything and you yeah. don't feel tired. How about your tiredness? Do you get fatigued? Not as much as I used to. But in, with enough, I used to actually suffer from anemia mm-hmm. and the operation took it all away. Yeah, that's, that's also another, another symptom. Oh, but the operation took it away? I don't, like I genuinely don't need to have the tablets anymore. I don't feel any of the symptoms I used to from it. It's, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Wow. Uh, the only thing is, this operation takes away, you don't get the nutrition from the food. So you always have to have uh, vitamins. That's something you can't take away from your life. Um, I I actually don't, don't do it myself. I know I would have had way more energy if I did take the vitamins. But um, like protein as well. I have to have protein shakes because I don't I don't really get protein from foods. But what, but... But why is that? So that your your thyroid still has a problem till now. Sorry. So why is that? Is your thyroid still having a problem till now? Why, how come you don't no, get the, the nutrients from the food? It's uh, that generally is your stomach. The way you digest now is completely different. So your okay. stomach won't take away the food. Let's put it this way: it's only gonna take fluids, and it's only gonna take fat. So it doesn't take vitamins. Nothing. Nothing healthy. So that's also something that's part of when you get the surgery. You have to yeah. depend on taking vitamins and yeah. tablets and stuff. Yeah. And hair loss. A lot of hair loss. I used to have so much hair. <laughs> now I always try to do hairstyles that makes it look like I have hair. Okay. Like, um, I think I actually showed you guys photos before. I had a handful of hair every time I washed my hair. And that is really scary. But I can say that does get better. I don't lose as much hair. Um, but if I did take the vitamins from the start, I wouldn't have lost as much either. Mm-hmm. So that's little advices as well. Okay, no, that's mad. I didn't know that that was obviously part of the, when I'd done a few bits of research of, you know, after you get the surgery, what comes with it. Um, I wasn't aware that that was one of the things, but obviously now that you're here and, um, you know, you're about to touch a year and et cetera, like uh, going forward, what would you, you know, say to the people that have had your previous experience, you know, of being a woman of a larger size and et cetera? Like what would be some sort of words of wisdom or maybe some advice you'd give to them? Being bigger isn't bad. Um, everyone has their own reasons for being big. Um, I know everyone I know, like you look beautiful anyways. Um if you want to change, change for yourself. Don't change because someone else told you to. If you feel comfortable the way you are, stay that way. But if you don't, there's many ways you can change it. It doesn't always have to say lose weight. I'll say always start with your mental health. Always start with loving yourself. 
and then you'll see your life way differently than you do now and if you want to eat the cake at the restaurant please do because it's there to be <laughs> sold it's there to be eaten and yes that's things <laughs> alright thank you man well that was uh, you know very interesting to receive um but yeah, bye, cool. Nice to hear your story. Uh, do you have anything that you might want to touch on that I might have missed? Um, no, I don't think so. No, can't think of anything. All right, man. Well, going forward, thank you for tuning in, people. That's a wrap.